everybody, this is Loli Jane, animal communicator and energy healer from animals-speak.com. And you're listening to Loli Jane Animal Communication Podcast, the show that promises to open your mind and heart to the amazing world of animal communication, energy healing, and what I like to call interspecies therapy. Thanks for joining me. Hi, everyone. Today, I'll be talking about my amazing journey as an animal communicator. We'll discuss what led me to become a professional animal communicator and energy healer. I have an immense love and connection with animals, and being an animal communicator has been the best thing I've ever done in my life, truly. I hope this podcast will leave you feeling inspired, to go discover your own passions and take that great leap forward. I will share with you my amazing journey of becoming an animal communicator, but first I'd like to tell you what I do. I'm a certified professional animal communicator and pranic healer. I have my own online business, Lowly Jane Animal Communication and Healing, as well as being an associate For the Gurney Institute of Animal Communication, where I received my education and certification as an animal communicator, I offer remote animal communication and energy healing as well as teaching animal communication training workshops. I also do pro bono work with the Honolulu Zoo and have worked with Wild Heart Sanctuary, Pacific Primate Sanctuary, and the Wildlife Way Station, doing animal communication, volunteering, or providing pranic healing. So I am thrilled to be of service to animals and their humans. I act as a bridge between animals and their pet parents and caretakers in what I'd like to call interspecies therapy. Whether you just want to talk to your own animal or work on a specific issue, there are many issues that can be covered with animal communication. Animal communicators such as myself can help individuals, families, vets, zoos, rescue centers, animal sanctuaries, and on issues such as behavioral or training issues. For example, excessive barking or aggression or potty training or any new or existing behavioral issue. And by the way, when they do behaviors, they do it to show you something. They're always trying to show or tell you something or they're always doing it for a reason. We'll talk about that on the next upcoming podcast on behaviors. We also work on emotional issues such as general anxiety, separation anxiety, depression, loss, or what looks like PTSD, as well as many other emotional issues. And mirroring issues. Just like your children and your spouse may mirror you, so do your animals sometimes. They want you to see what you need to work on. They can mirror behavioral issues, or physical and health issues. So animal communicators also work on physical and health issues such as trauma, pain, illness, and disease. And I can provide valuable details such as how long they've had something, when did it start, what caused it, 
What is the sensation, sharp, dull, location of pain? And keep in mind, animals, as I mentioned, can mirror your physical symptoms and even your disease states. I also deal with death, dying, and the dreaded end-of-life decision when you only have 24 hours to decide. I take emergencies. You can email me and tell me it's an emergency, and I can take an emergency if you have to ask your animal if they're ready to leave their body. And this is a very important decision, and please, please, please honor what they ask. Sometimes the animal's body can be completely broken down, falling apart, and you ask the animal, are you ready to leave your body? And the animal says, absolutely not. I'm not done with my lessons with my person. So please, please honor it. Animal communication and myself, I can also help with pet loss grief if your animal has already passed on. I can speak to animals in spirit and find out how they are and if they're coming back to you and get all the details with that. I can even do a past life regression with you and your animal to find out what other lifetimes you and your beloved animal shared. I help also locate lost animals. Not that many animal communicators choose to do this. It's very difficult. And the way it works is by getting lots and lots of details. If your animal needs extra care, I can provide highly effective remote pranic healing, also known as medical qigong. So, now for my story. My story begins in childhood as a six-year-old. When I lost my hearing, I was labeled as profoundly hard of hearing. Today, I still have hearing loss. Since hearing was not my first language, as I joke around and tell people, I developed my other senses much more acutely. I became very visual and began to develop senses outside of the typical five senses. In my childhood and teenage years, I was clairvoyant. I could see visions of things happening before they occurred. Clairvoyance is when you can see outside of the five senses using your higher chakras. So I could see things happening before they occurred uh, that actually saved my life a couple of times. And later in my adulthood, I became more clairaudient. I lost some of the clairvoyance, the seeing, and I became more clairaudient. Clairaudient is hearing outside of the normal senses. And my telepathically, telepathic abilities came online. You see, these extrasensory abilities was exactly what I needed to communicate with animals. And if you choose to embark on this as an animal communicator, you will need those extra uh, senses uh, to come online as well. So the primary language of animals is telepathy. And we are part of that animal kingdom. The use of telepathy dates back to the Aborigines, interestingly enough, where the elders would use telepathy as a regular means of communication with the other elder tribesmen. And when they were far away from the village, they would communicate telepathically that they had an urgent message and the elders would come back and bring everybody back to the village 
you know, if there was family issues or tribe issues. Um, another means of telepathy early on um, goes back to the hunter-gatherer era where uh, we used wolves to help us gather and hunt food. So the um, human-to-animal communication. So today we have just forgotten this brilliant form of communication. So back to my journey. So in the year 2000, I had a divine angelic visit, which will be a whole nother podcast. It's a long, long story, and I'll cut this short. I'll give you the short version. So I had an angelic visit lasting about six months with a gold light and that wash of love and that feeling of God. And there's really no words to describe it other than it, it brought tears to my eyes every time it came. So this stayed around me six months, and I was literally divinely given angelic books, like out of nowhere. They appeared out of nowhere. The angels taught me how to communicate with them, how to do telepathy, how to become a clear channel with the angelic realm. And this led to learning how to speak to my body innate, which is also known as body talk. There is a certification out there for body talk. I was self-taught. So looking back on this now, it's like my higher soul and the universe was sending me to spiritual boot camp or mystery school boot camp. It's pretty amazing if you stop and think about it. So later on, in 2007, I studied pranic healing under Master Stephen Coe with the U.S. Pranic Healing Association. And that opened me up greatly because once you know how to move energy, you can't go back to unknowing. Once you know, you can't unknow. And that opened up, you know, um, not only me um, spiritually, emotionally, and also I would say my chakras developed. I was able to move up my chakras, which are the ones that are responsible for clairvoyance, clairaudience, all the clairs are the higher chakras. So from um, from the heart chakra, the throat chakra, what we call the Ajna chakra, the forehead chakra, and the crown chakra. Those are all responsible. So those are higher centers in your body. But you do have them. They just need developed. So in 2009, I moved to Hawaii and worked in the activity booths. One day, this woman named Amelia Kincaid walked in to my booth, and she literally changed my life forever. Um, she talked to me for two hours. She told me all of her amazing stories. And I was so, so, so inspired by this woman. I did not sell a thing that day and I did not care. She invited me to do a workshop that she was having on the island, but I could not make it work logistically. I couldn't get off work. And then she came back another year and invited me again. And something happened where I couldn't make it to her workshop. I tried to get in touch with her. I couldn't get in touch with her. She wasn't going to be my teacher, but she was my inspiration. So thank you, Amelia Kincaid. That night that I met her and I talked to her, I went home and I had a dream about my dog that had passed a few years earlier. 
And my dog gave me a very distinct message that night. Well, what happened was the next day, Amelia came back and she told me that my dog has a message to deliver to me that she received. And she literally repeated the exact message that I had been given in my dream, which was phenomenal and amazing to me. I was so floored by that. I think sometimes the universe gives you many signs, including this next story. So I was attending a solstice and equinox medicine wheel ceremony in Hawaii at the New Thought Center. They would have it on every solstice and equinox. And it was a Native American ceremony where we would invite our spirit animals to come in and guide us. Kind of like a vision quest, but with the animals. And of course... I, after the meditations, I had so many messages from the animals and so much to say after that. And every time we did it, year after year, I just had this amazing, you know, set of spirit animals that would come in every time. And then what happened after was otherworldly, I should say. So then the animals would literally show up in the physical after that. So if I would get like three spirit animals, all three of them would show up in the physical. They would either be the actual animal that would show up or some kind of specific reminder to spark my memory of the animal and the message. Um, and that kept happening every, every time we did the ceremonies. It was otherworldly. There's no other explanation. I can't describe it in any other way. Um, so for example, one equinox ceremony, I had the, uh, I had the animals that came to me were a white polar bear, a white horse and a white ram to give me messages. I always have a lot of white animals and interestingly enough, my animal, all of my animals that I've ever had were white um, the angelic realm. So after this, someone asked me, okay, so I left the ceremony and it was, you know, maybe a week or two later. And there was a dog barking in a parking lot. And I was trying to find it because it was a very hot summer day in Hawaii. I didn't want a dog locked in the parking lot. So I went to find this dog and I found somebody in another car and I'm like, is this your dog? He said, yes. I'm going to just get something out of my car. I'll be right back. So he left the air running. But he came back. The dog jumped out of his car and jumped into my arms. And I swear it was like a spitting image of my dog, Frosty. The same breed, which is a white mini American Eskimo. And he asked me if I wanted this dog because he couldn't keep it because he had too many animals and his landlord would not allow it. And... I was considering it, but I don't know if my landlord would allow that also. So guess what his name was? He said his name is Polar Bear. Okay, the first animal in my vision quest was a white polar bear. Okay, dragging me into a dark cave that I did not want to go in, kicking and screaming because it was like I had to go introduce myself to my shadow or the dark parts of me that I didn't want to see. So this was the first animal that showed up. So this is not an actual polar bear. Obviously, I'm in Hawaii. 
but his name was Polar Bear and he was white. I never connected it until the next thing happened. So later, I was driving up the mountain. I lived kind of a mile up, and I was driving up the mountain at sunset, and I saw something out of the corner of my eye, and I looked over, and I swear to God, it was a white horse. I kid you not. I saw it. I'm, I've got to be imagining this. I ha- this has to be my imagination. So I literally got out of my car and walked over, and sure enough, this, this horse was real. I thought I was seeing things, and I looked, and the, the horse ran off. And so later, he came up to where I was living and befriended me and would, would hang out with me all the time, let me brush him, brought some other horses, and let me brush him, let me groom him, let me feed him, give him water, all this stuff. So he befriended me and then brought a host of other animals Many other animals, including, you guessed it, a white ram. It was becoming very real for me at this point. Unbelievable. I stood there looking at this white ram in shock. The next thing that happened was I went to the New Thought Center that I go to, and the next speaker happened to be another animal communicator. How appropriate. So sometimes the universe gives you lots and lots and lots of signs and a swift kick in the behind to to get on with something. So I got yet another sign. So uh, it was another animal communicator. Her name was uh, Dr. Lori, and she was an animal communicator and therapist. And I bought her book, and I went to lunch with them. And everybody at New Thought knew me. And I sat next to the animal communicator, and I talked to her. And everybody knew I wanted to do it at that point. And somebody said to me, well, you can do this, you can do that, you can channel, you can talk to angels, you can blah, 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 blah. Why can't you be an animal communicator? I'm like, I don't know, because I tell myself I can't. So they're like, well, stop it. I'm like, okay. So I literally woke up the next day, and I'm like, out loud, I am a master animal communicator. I am a master animal communicator. I kept doing that every day. And then my thoughts went to, I need to find a training program. So in searching for a training program, um, before that, I hired a channel to um, help me make a decision because it was a big, life-changing path I was going to embark on. So I hired a, a channel. We went to the beach. We're, we're um, sitting on a towel, and she's channeling. And while she's channeling, and she comes and she has her eyes closed, she says, you must be an animal communicator. You can't do anything else. This is your absolute path, so on and so forth. Um, while she's doing that, this Siberian husky comes out of nowhere in Hawaii, crawls on the blanket with me, curls up with me, and literally gives me a hug. And I hugged this animal. I just knew to hug this animal. And I opened my eyes after hugging that animal, and I was crying because it was such a beautiful exchange of love. I cannot tell you the feeling. It was similar to that angelic feeling when all the angels came down. Um, So it was just so amazing 
and um, just so beautiful. That was like it for me. That was like the clincher. That's it. So I was now convinced. So I decided to go to an intense two-year training mentoring program at the Gurney Institute of Animal Communication. And as I mentioned, I became one of their associates. I started my own practice and have never looked back. Living my passionate life as an animal communicator has changed my life in immeasurable ways. It has taught me to be a better human. I'm more heart-centered. I'm much more compassionate. I'm much more authentic. I'm a much, much better communicator. And I finally learned how to assert myself and speak my spiritual truth. That brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you were amazed as I was when I first learned about animal communication. As always, thanks for listening to Lowly Jane Animal Communication and Healing Podcast. You can find me at animals-speak.com, animals-speak.com. I also have a YouTube channel if you'd like to actually see me. And that is Lowly Jane Animal Communication. If you enjoyed our show, follow and subscribe for exclusive content. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to come back next week for a discussion on how animal communication can help on behavioral issues. Until then, love and gratitude for joining me in this podcast. This is Lowly Jane. Before I go... I want to leave you with the sounds of nature. So just relax and enjoy.